0: And we are the witches next door coming at you to talk today about beginnings and endings and beginnings again. So, so much of what we celebrate in our own earth-based spirituality practice and in paganism is about cycles. So the cycles of birth and death and rebirth. Um, And we see this in the earth. And we see this in the moon, and we see this in our lives in a myriad of ways. And so that's what I wanted to discuss today. That sounds amazing. (laughs) Sounds like, let's discuss
1: life. Let's talk about life.
0: The meaning of life. Yeah. Wow, that's deep. That's that's longer than we have today, I think. (laughs) But we could talk about just the framework for, um, I mean, let's just start with the wheel of the year. Mm Mm-hmm. That's a good idea. So when we look at the wheel of the year, um, often we start at Samhain, which is in October and it's that kind of dying away time. Mm -hmm. It's that going into the darkness time. It's, uh, we often talk about the veil between worlds being thin in October. And, uh, as we move into that season, that's just before winter, right? We're kind of hanging in the fall. Yeah. And the fall, um, on our last podcast, I was talking about
1: transitionary seasons Yes, and the fall is, is that feeling of one of them? Yes. You know, you're just kind of hanging it, you know,
0: in the in between, in the
1: in between. Yeah.
0: About to head into the darkness of winter. Right. Yeah. So we, if we start at Samhain, we think about that kind of going downward. If you guys could see me, I'm making gestures. The with descent. My hands. It's Thank going you. down. Your hand is going down <laughs> towards the earth. <laughs> I'll describe it. (laughs) Well, awesome. Well done. Um, (laughs) So the descent into the dark time and also a dying away because everything is dying in the fall, right? Mm -hmm. All the plants are dying. Things are hibernating or getting ready to hibernate. We're harvesting. We've harvested all our crops. Samhain is the third harvest uh, celebration of the season Mm -hmm. and the final one. So it's really this like deep preparation time for Mm -hmm. winter and so we think about Samhain as kind of being a dying point and then we transition through the winter months, right? So we go even deeper into the darkness mm-hmm. and at winter solstice, we're in the very depths of the darkest time of year. And then we continue forward and move into Bridget. And at this point, we're seeing a starting the light is starting to return. Mm-hmm. The darkness is still dominating, but the light is starting to return. Yes. Um, and Crazy then, be. yeah, <laughs> right. And then, as we discussed this last week, is the spring equinox, mm-hmm. or Ostara, and at that point, it's that again, that in between, getting ready to launch into the sunshine. Uh, so it's that rebirth. The yep. rebirth is beginning um, in earnest, and we move through that spring equinox, and we move into Beltane, which is that big joyous festival all about fertility, fertility. Yep. <laughs> dancing that maypole right. which is super phallic and it's mm-hmm. driven into the earth which is very feminine uh you have this joining that's happening so we're we're moving towards the birth mm-hmm. right and then we move to summer solstice as our next point on the wheel and this is the full like massive birth of the Sun the sun is like as high high as it's going to get. Yeah. And it's lot Yep. <laughs> and the days are super long. That's the longest day. Mm-hmm. It's just this pinnacle of birth, basically. Mm-hmm. And then we start to transition back as we move into Lamas or Lunasat. Which is the first harvest. Mm-hmm. And then, so we're starting to you know acknowledge that slow is dying away. Yeah. the Descent is beginning very slowly. And then we go into... Uh, fall equinox and and then back to Samhain again so here we have Mm -hmm. this cycle we've moved all the way around we've we've died away we've you know been replanted and reborn Mm -hmm. and then died away again and every year we follow this cycle um this mirrors the moon cycle it does yeah so it grows
1: to full Mm -hmm. you have the fullness and then starts to wane Mm -hmm. and then you have the dark new moon And then it starts to be reborn as it's waxing up to reach its full potential.
0: Right. So it's like the wheel of the year takes this whole span of a year Mm -hmm. to move through. And the lunar cycle is doing this on a smaller scale every 28 days, Mm -hmm. you know, inside of that wheel of the year. Um, So you're seeing these cycles and you're celebrating these cycles and we're tapping into these cycles. And that's such a core part of at least what I practice spiritually,
1: yeah, I mean it, it sets the seasons, the cycles that you know, the more you celebrate, the more you're in tune with that. Yes. The more you feel like part of the universe, part <laughs> of everything as as opposed to being separate, which we can can feel at times. Totally. And we have our own cycles. Like we have as women, wow, we get to have our own monthly cycle. Right. You know, that's that is in time with the moon. Either full or new, whichever one you, you bleed with, bleed with. But we have, we, I feel like we're blessed that Mm -hmm. we get to have that. Um, and, and that changes within, um, as we grow older. Yes. Our cycle as women.
0: Mm -hmm. And I would also say that, you know, even though we have that, we, as women, I see we as women, but, um, even, you know, people who identify as women but might have born biologic been born biologically as men and even men who identify as men, mm-hmm. um, we are all influenced by the moon, right? We mm. all have we're, – we're all made up of so much water. I talked about this in our podcast, our Moon Magic podcast. Mm-hmm. But we're all made up of water and, you know, the tides are influenced – by the moon cycle. Mm -hmm. And so therefore we are influenced by the moon cycle. And the more in tune we live with that, the more we acknowledge that, the more we are, you know, really like Veronica was saying, living in rhythm with, with the planet and with the cosmos and with, you know, with all the parts, all the things that we are actually a part of, that we actually are not separate from, but our society has told us that we are. Well, and this is the value of
1: of why we want to celebrate these times. Yes. You know, and um, because we can, I mean, we can feel so separate, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and we live in our houses and we, you know, we have electric lights and, you know, we use technology and, you know, there's a lot of things that p- can pull us away from the, the natural cycle of even right. the sun rising and, and, and you know, setting. Yes. So, um, yeah, it's important to, to celebrate that and um, get in tune with that as much as we can. Yeah. You know. Sing it, sister. <laughs> <laughs> it's a
0: reminder for you mm-hmm. as much as it is for me. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the thing is it is easy to get up in our heads and, and get stuck in the rhythm, the other rhythm mm-hmm. that we have created in our lives that is not always in sync with, you know, the morning and the noon and the night and the moon and the, you know, all the mm-hmm. things. So, and the seasons, uh, we, we push ourselves through winter in a way that... You know, I oh, don't know that we're yeah. meant
1: to. It's like, keep going, keep going. Have yeah. the
0: same schedule. And then you feel yourself
1: slow. You're slowing down. Yeah. Why am I so slow? <laughs> why why do I want to eat a lot of bread? You know, like, <laughs> <laughs> why am I gaining 10 pounds? You know? <laughs> yes. Because you're nesting. am oh, it's winter. Yes. It's cold. I'm supposed to be adding fat. I'm supposed to be, you know, slowing down and storing up. You know, there's that yeah. cycle, but we're so you know not in sync with that in our usual lives you yeah. know our our in the mundane yes the yeah. mundane world that, yeah. oh it's a nice reminder oh that's right you know absolutely winter solstice is like no this is the darkest day yeah and you can celebrate and slow down
0: and it's okay mhm so you know here we see again beginnings endings beginnings again and it's it's all wrapped up in you know, the seasons and the moon cycles. And um, and so I think it's important that we just acknowledge that and then also acknowledge the way these things live in our bodies mm-hmm. and that we go through a life cycle as humans where we are born and then all these things happen and then we die. Mm-hmm. And, you know, depending on your own spiritual beliefs, some people believe in reincarnation. So that ending point is, you know, the birth of something new. Um, other people believe we move into a different realm at that point and stay there or maybe transition through different levels. Um, and again, that's, you know, it's another beginning, right? Mm -hmm. There's an ending and a beginning, but according to the laws of science or physics, I guess it's physics, um, you know, energy cannot be destroyed. It can only change form. So as we move through our lives and then we eventually die away, our energy of who we are changes into some kind of form, whatever it might be, we may not know what that is, but I don't. Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't know. I like to pretend I know, but I don't know. (laughs) Uh, and then that go, but that energy of who we are moves out into the cosmos, Mm -hmm. the universe, um, into a different kind of beginning. And so it's just, our life really mirrors everything that's happening. Seasonally and uh, cosmically, all around us. I feel so connected right now, even having this conversation. This. <laughs> right? I know. <laughs> like, I know. It's not
1: funny. Oh, I just feel better. I mean, it. It actually, I feel better just going. Oh, yeah. That I'm part of this. Uh-huh. That I'm not just like um, this cog in the chain. Someone who's driving a gas-guzzling car, or yeah. you know what I'm saying. That that's that's stifling the energy of the planet, or you know, um, that I actually like my presence here is part of the full cycle. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you're feeling that
0: way. No, I do. I mean, well, this is <laughs> or if it. Right? Any of you are <laughs> it's the spiritual piece of it. Mm-hmm. It's it, it's funny to me how something so simple and so just what is mm-hmm. can be so profound in its existence when we tap into it and just allow ourselves to be what we are and be in relationship with what is. Yeah. The reality of what's real. Yeah. yeah. What's real is yeah. the cycles and the seasons and, you know, the, the full moon last weekend. And, you know, these are all the things that are very concrete and real and live within us. Mm-hmm. Um, how much money we have in the bank is more like an illusion. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. like this or what whole, car you drive or right. whatever,
1: any of this external
0: stuff. It's, you know, it's all fleeting, right? My super cool t-shirt I'm wearing that says T and tarot. It's amazing, <laughs> but it's really not like, <laughs> It's it's not as spiritual as it makes me feel. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of cool though. It's kinda cool. So you, guys, you can't see it, but it's pretty cool. <laughs> but anyway, I know this is getting a little philosophical, but I, it I, is. I think that really the point of this this whole topic is that um it is philosophical and it is spiritual mm-hmm. and it is simple.
1: Yeah, and, and we could actually we can do tangible things to honor okay. these Times in our lives, these cycles. rites of passage yeah. mm-hmm. rituals for births. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, some people have christenings. Yes, some people have. Um, you know, all kinds of different rituals for babies being born. Totally, and blessings. It's blessings. Yeah, I, I actually my when my daughter was born, I took her to a shaman in San Francisco and had her. Um, she was actually ill at the time. I'm trying to remember. Freya was? Who he, no. The, oh, the, the shaman? The woman. Her, oh. she, her name was – she wrote a book. Francis de DeGre- Grande – okay, somebody knows. Francis de Grande or um, – If you know, send me an email. Or if you woman, woman Francis.
0: Francis. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> wise woman <with> <laughs> at sonic.net.
1: My daughter's going to be 18, so it's been a while. But <laughs> she did this beautiful blessing on her uh-huh. with water and prayers. And, uh, yeah, it was – that's something to celebrate births.
0: Yeah. Right. And even I mean, even taking it back a step farther, farther, excuse me, the um, the transition from, you know, maiden to mother, mm-hmm. that transition mm-hmm. into motherhood. You know, we have mm-hmm. these blessing ways or blessing baby way, showers, yeah. um, but just this honoring of, wow, you're transitioning now in your life to this next step. Mm-hmm. So you're saying goodbye in many ways to that more maiden part of yourself. Um, and stepping more into this caregiving role as mother. Mm -hmm. So it's another way, another ceremony that happens, you know, it's, it's definitely become more about gifts and whatnot (laughs) of like, (laughs) I need the baby stuff. Um, just true. It is true. (laughs) You need that stuff. But, you know, we've, we have been to, and been Mm -hmm. a part of, uh, blessing ways where it's really about honoring that transition Mm -hmm. and creating that ritual around that transition. So there's that, and then there's birth, and then, you know, the transition from uh, childhood to to not quite adulthood. Although, mm-hmm. I guess in Judaism, you would say that a bat mitzvah mm-hmm. is that, tra- that sig- signifier of transitioning into adulthood. Um, and then there's the quinceañera. Yes, quinceañeras in um, Mexico. Mexico.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Latin tradition uh, uh, for girls when they turn 15. It's this big, massive. It's almost like a wedding. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's beautiful, but we have all these ceremonies and rituals that we enact spiritually to, you know, signify this transition of leaving one thing behind and having a new beginning, stepping mm-hmm. into a new part of our lives. So again, there's it's, the beginning, ending, beginning, and that's it's. I feel like marking those times, this
1: is a time of like empowerment mm-hmm. of stepping more into yourself, like through the ceremony, through the ceremony yeah. more and more. Like who am I like you're, you're becoming you're still in this state of, of birthing yourself.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And, and I think that keeps going throughout mm-hmm. the duration of our lives. Like we have weddings and, mm-hmm. um, you know, we have graduations, even backing it up a little bit. There's Educa- that yep. educational mm-hmm. um, markings of completion, you know, ending and into a new beginning. Now you're going to start your career. Now you're mm-hmm. going to go out into the world. Uh, so high school, you know, college, all of these things we have ceremony for. And then we even go farther out, right? I, I was just thinking about um, when, like, my parents turned 40. They mm-hmm. used to have those over-the-hill parties. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 40 over the hill. Oh, my goodness. We say from the other side of 40. I know. <laughs> 40's not
1: over the hill. Well, not I not think there's anything wrong with being on the other side of the hill. But no, it but seems it seems nowadays that 60 is the new 40. 60 is the new 40. <laughs> of course, I'm going to say that when I'm 60. <laughs> <All> right. 80 <laughs> is the new 40. Um,
0: <laughs> but, but seriously, you know, there were these time periods that people mm. kind of culturally. And and so I'm sure this varies around the world and the traditions vary around the world based on culture and spiritual practices. Mm -hmm. Um, and yet I believe they exist in most cultures. It's honoring this aging process. Right. And the, and the shifts that happen Mm -hmm. during it in one way or another, um, you know, and then you, you go even farther, there's retirement Right yeah. now you no longer have to work. And so you get to retire. And, you know, obviously I'm speaking to the Western civilization kind of story or culture, um, because that's what I'm familiar with. But I imagine that other cultures have something similar about transitioning into being an elder or crown mm-hmm. um, That you're educating the youth now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So here in Northern California, we have something called the Northern California Women's Herbal Symposium. Mm-hmm. And, um, it's, it's a pretty amazing gathering of women that meets three times a year. Um, and it's a whole weekend of just coming together. There's a ritual, there's classes, and there's two ceremonies that occur at each one. And one of them is the maiden ceremony, which is to honor, um, women, young women who have started their moon cycle. And the other is the crone ceremony to Mm -hmm. honor the crones in our population and those that are moving into cronehood. And it is really beautiful. It is beautiful.
1: Yeah. I remember. Oh, I think the crone one. The Maiden one was really sweet yes. just watching because, you know, you're on that cusp of, like, they're uncomfortable. Some of them yes. don't want to be there. And, you know, there's that awkwardness at that age, you yes. know. And then the crones were just, you know, they're just rocking it. Yeah. They're, they're like, like oh, here I, I am. I'm me at this point, you know. <laughs> Take it or leave it, sister.
0: It's so cool. Yeah, it's inspiring. It's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. And it's so great to see those two, the juxtaposition between yeah. those two stages of life and the way that all the women at this event come together to support both mm-hmm. um, and to honor both. Um, so that's just another, you know, ritual. And I know that are a couple rituals that people can do or have done to honor these different stages in life and these different endings and beginnings.
1: Yeah. I mean, like when my daughter started her cycle, um, you know, she... She didn't do rituals with me or, you know, she would pull a tarot card, but um she has special needs. She's autistic. So she, there's certain things that resonate with her and certain things that didn't. But what she really resonated with was getting a piece of jewelry. So I took her to a shop, a special local shop, and she bought a piece of jewelry that she can wear every single time she starts her cycle as like an indicator. This is my special time. And then she got her nails done and we went out <laughs> to eat. And it was like this really special moment of like, this is a really important time right now Like yes. you're moving into another. It's not just like, oh, I'm cramping and this is miserable. Like, you're, we're moving into a new stage of growth.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So and it could be
1: anything, it could, you know, the it rites of be. passage, the ritual. It doesn't have to be like, oh, you sit, you light a candle, you, you say prayer, you know, it can't, you know, depending on who you are, you know, what you need in that moment. Mm -hmm.
0: Um, Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's really, it it can be a really powerful thing just to do something simple, Mm -hmm. just to acknowledge that here is the shift, this transition, um, this ending Mm -hmm. and this new beginning. Um, And saying goodbye to a part of yourself as you're saying hello to a new part of yourself. Oh,
1: my mind just got blown.
0: (laughs) awesome. <laughs> yeah. So that's, I mean, yeah. that's kind of the gist of what what I felt was important to bring to the table is just to acknowledge that a big part of our spiritual practice, um, focusing on earth-based spirituality and and just paganism in general is really focused on the seasons and the cycles and how this plays a role outside of us and within us. And it feels like Organic,
1: like this feels real, like this. You know what I'm saying? This is something you apply. This, this is why I think I feel like earth-based um, spirituality. I was called to it. Yeah, or it just yes. feels right. Because oh yeah, of course. Like there's this cycle that's happening in the earth, and it's my body is is moving with it, and, and like it's just doing it on its own. It just feels real. Um, so yeah, I feel like these cycles are really. Um, just mirrors of what, you know, are happening
0: in us. Yeah. we yeah. The earth mirrors us. We mirror the earth mm-hmm. um, and the cosmos. It's, we're all connected. We are all one. <laughs> I, you know. Oh, I sound like a hippie. <laughs> right? I know. I'm risking <laughs> sounding really cheesy right now. Um, but we are. We're all connected. And we're all connected to this planet that yeah. we call home. Like, that's, that's real. That's truth right there with a capital T. Um, that also sounded cheesy, so
1: apologies. Uh, <laughs> I think we can be kind of
0: cheesy sometimes. We can. You guys are going to figure that out real yeah, fast. We, we are We are silly. <laughs> we can be real silly uh, and very serious. We can do both. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if you guys can hear the card shuffling, but I'm shuffling the Starseed Oracle, and I'll pull a card for us this week. Do you want to pull the card? Sure. I, I did last week. So this is the deck by Rebecca Campbell with artwork by Danielle Noel. Really cool deck. Super pretty.
1: I don't think I'm familiar with this one.
0: Yes. They also um, did another deck together that I, I'm totally blanking on right now. But um, very... Work Your Light, Oracle Deck, I think was the other one. What do we got? Empathic
1: Starseed. Energetic sovereignty absorbing
0: what's not yours. So I'll read to you guys what this book says. Empathic Starseeds are here to shift the world through their physical presence alone. They don't need to do anything beyond being here. Thanks to the energetic change their physical presence causes. Due to their highly sensitive nature, nature, empathic starseeds can struggle with being on Earth and in a physical body. Many are prone to addiction and depression or tend to mistake other people's feelings and moods for their own. Natural introverts, they tend to prefer spending time alone or in small groups. Crowds can be overwhelming for them. If this card appears, consider lightening the load energetically. Don't put yourself under such pressure to go out into the world. Be gentle with yourself. Allow extra time and care to recover energetically. If you're feeling pressured to keep up a certain pace, instead, put on the brakes and treat yourself like a precious baby. Do whatever you can to take the pressures of the world off your plate. Switch off to switch back on. In today's world, it's normal to feel that we should be doing more, but perhaps being present in our life is enough. This could be a phase you're going through or simply how you're being called to live your life. If your work involves giving to others, right now you're being called to keep something for yourself. You don't need to transmute at all. It's okay to look after your own growth and healing before feeling you should offer it to the world. Indeed, it's necessary if you want to continue to do so sustainably. Ask yourself, how can you better take care of yourself energetically? I think this is a really cool card that to be pulled right now when we were just talking about how so often we live out of sync Mm -hmm. with the rhythms um, and cycles of nature. And so, you know, check check yourself.
1: Yeah. And we like push at times when... Maybe we're not,
0: it's not time. No, it's time to rest. Right. We might, we might be cycling. Mm -hmm. It might be a time in the moon cycle where we're feeling particularly called to move inward. It might be a time in the seasonal cycle, Mm -hmm. you know, or maybe things are just going down in your personal life and you're needing to really tend to whatever is happening internally. So give yourself permission, folks. And then I was also thinking about like, you know,
1: just, you know, it's okay to sometimes do things that are easy. You know, like when we're doing a ritual or something, it doesn't have to be this huge oh, yeah. or thing. Like it can just be just a little something like, oh, okay, I'm going to do this. I'm going to have a foot bath right now, you know? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Or I'm going to take a little extra long to wash my hair because it feels good, mm-hmm. you know, or I'm going to go outside and smell the flowers or take five deep breaths or sit in the sun for five minutes and just let it, absorb into me. I mean, these are all small acts that when done intentionally are ritual. Mm -hmm. So good card choice.
1: (laughs) I think so too.
0: (laughs) All right, folks, we will talk to you next week. Thank you for joining us here on The Witch Next Door. Be sure to subscribe if you haven't already so that you don't miss any of our upcoming episodes. We look forward to talking to you soon. (laughs) Bye. Bye. Thank you for joining us on The Witch Next Door. Join us next week as we explore more ways to make every day more magical. Can't wait? Visit wisewomanwitchery.com or follow Wise Woman Witchery on Facebook and Instagram to stay up to date on all current offerings and be a part of the tribe. All episodes are created by Emily Morrison and Veronica Wade-Lewis. Music written and performed by Gene Cornelius.